0: And she said "The Philistines be upon thee, Samson, and he awoke out of his sleep and he said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. So let's pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you say, for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to open your word. We thank you for everyone in this class. We pray that as we come here this morning, we all need something from your word um, to be challenged. As we kind of plan this this new year, 2023, we want, it, we want to live in to honor and glorify you. We want to see what you can do through us this year. We want to live lives and surrender to your will this year. Um, and Lord, as we make these plans and um, different goals and set out different things for this year. And um, who knows the trials that wait ahead or maybe the storms or maybe um, the valleys. different things that you might, might face before we want to finish the year of 2023 the same way we started. By praising you and seeking you. And Lord, we just thank you for your word. Lord, I pray that you give with me this morning for giving me my sins. Helping you to increase in you Speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So as right. I think about this passage, I think about Samson. And many of you, everyone in has grown up in church. So we know about Samson. And there's a few things I want to bring out today. We obviously know Samson. What are some things Samson was known for? Open it up. Strength. Strength. Anything else? His hair. He has his hair. Um, <laughs> so we had his strength. Samson had his strength. Samson uh, um, had hair. Where are some other things? Where are some victories that Samson had? Or some battles maybe? Slaying an army with just the jaw of a donkey. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty impressive, right? He went out there and finished all those guys with just the jawbone of a donkey. Obviously, God put his power upon Samson because no normal man can do that. Where are some other things maybe we know about Samson? Some other things? He carried the king of the city. Yeah, he did. He, God gave him power again, and, and he was able to do that great, um, great uh, feat right there. He killed a lion. Uh, and he had all these different things in Samson's life. But really, if you look back at Samson's life, you come back to this conclusion. Um, and this is what I, I really titled this today, The Greatest That Never Was. Mm-hmm. Um, Samson could have been one of the greatest <laughs> men of the Old Testament, but Samson never panned out to be that. Yeah. Um, Samson had uh, unbelievable power given to him by God. Um, Samson has strength and had all this potential to be used by God in many different ways. And he, he, he lived a life of defeat hmm. um, because Samson lived a life chasing the world. Um, one of the themes of Samson's life, you see, is Samson did his own thing. Um, Samson always chased his own will, his own desires, and it always led him to sin. If you find Samson in these passages, you continually find Samson around things he wasn't supposed to do. And if you really look at Samson's life, you see this. You flirt with sin, eventually you'll be tricked by sin. You'll be deceived by sin. The longer you spend time around sin, eventually you'll fall into sin. That's why it's important that we have safeguards in our life. Why it's important that we we make sure we have our mind in the right place, because if you begin to think about sin, you eventually begin to dwell in sin, Mm -hmm. We need to be careful with these things, but we see this in Samson's life. Samson had many, many opportunities to be great, but Samson eventually uh, fell to sin, and it destroyed his life, and we'll see that in this passage today, but as we begin to plan for 2023... We all have opportunities. We all have unlimited potential to be used by God this year. We all have uh, uh, opportunities to be able to serve God, and God can use your life. And just like Samson could have been great and had great victories for God in his life, Samson chose to live for himself. But we all have those decisions today. Just like God used Samson, God can use you. Mm. But we all have decisions to make. Who are we going to live for? Who are we going to serve? So uh, there's a couple things I want you to write down today. So we look through Samson's life. Uh, As we look through Samson's life, I want you to write this down. He had unlimited potential. He had unlimited potential. And the very first point is this. um, Verse 20, we see this. He lost his power. That's the first point. But as we look through Samson's life, he had unlimited potential. You know what that means? Samson could have done so many great things for God, but Samson uh, gave those things up. Look in verse 20 as we begin to search through this passage. And she said, "The Philistines be upon thee, Samson." And he woke out of his sleep and said, "I will go out as other times before and shake myself." And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. Samson had always been able to handle his problems. If you go through the, the, the passages, uh, the verses before this, we see Samson had the same problem. Uh, Delilah would do this thing, and he said, "The Philistines were upon me." Samson would get up and chase the Philistines off. And the cycle kept continuing, and the cycle kept continuing. If you look in verse 16, it says, And it came to pass that when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed into death, that he told her all his heart. Samson eventually gave in because he was spending time with sin, and sin eventually tricked Samson into giving the secret um, that he was just supposed to give. You keep playing with sin, you'll always lose the hand of God on your life. Yeah. Yeah. If you have sin in your life, you'll lose God's uh, power upon your life. Samson knew not that the Lord was departed from him. Uh, but this phrase sticks out to me. He didn't even do, know that he lost God's power, mm. and that—that's many of many people today. They, they come to church. They check off the list. They, they, they maybe they read their Bible. They check off the list, and they do all these different things. But they're just doing those things to check off the list, not truly doing it for Christ. And you know what? Some of those people, I would say, they knew not the Lord was departed from them. Mm-hmm. They knew not that they weren't even serving God anymore. They were just doing it to do it. They were just checking off the list. But this is a great tragedy. A tragedy. A tragedy. Samson knew not the Lord was departed from him. And what happened? He went out. And he said I'll go out at other times before and shake myself, and he wished not that the Lord was departed from him. But when the Philistines took him out and put out his eyes, Samson had lost his power. But that's not the greatest tragedy here. He lost more than his power at this moment. You know what he lost? He lost his blessing. He lost his influence. He lost his purpose. He lost his testimony. He lost his position. He lost many things in this 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 uh, passage right here. Not just his power. Sometimes we think of Samson. Oh, it was his power that he lost. But Samson lost many other things. Included with that, yeah. Samson's power was God given. God had given him power so God could use his life and God could do different things. But when he lost his power, he lost God's blessing on his life. Right. When he lost his power, he lost God's influence on his life. Samson could have been a great influence for the children of Israel. Samson could have many more great victories um, for God. But instead, he lost his power. Samson lost his purpose. God, if you go, if we went back in the passages, God had picked Samson. God had blessed. Samson. God had chosen Samson but Samson chose sin mm. and he lost his purpose. There's no purpose outside of living for God and when Samson lost his power of God you know what? He has no purpose to live anymore. He has no purpose in if he, if, if he lost his power he lost his testimony. He could have been a blessing to others. He lost his position of God's man at this moment. Mm. Now we see, we'll see what happens in this passage. Sin and the devil always takes away Samson didn't even know he could lose his power. He lived like it. Because if he realized he could lose his power and lose God's blessing upon his life, I don't think he'd have been doing those things. But you know what he did? He said, You know what? I can get away with it. Hmm. It's not going to affect me that much. Hmm. Sin was a game to him, and he thought he could get away with it. And we have all of us in here. It's a small group, and many of us grow up in church. But let me tell you this. You know what? We can get in that same game. Yes, sir. You know what? I can look at this sometimes. No one's going to mm. notice. Mm. You know what? This music's not that bad. Uh, mm. We They always talk about it, but I can get away with it. Mm. Oh, this is doing this and being right here and going there. We can come up with everything we want to. If we begin to treat sin like a game, we will eventually lose that game. Yeah. Sin will always destroy you. He did not realize how far he had gotten away. He didn't realize how far sin had taken him from God. He went out and knew not what the Lord was departing from. He had no idea idea that God had left him, wow. that God had, had taken his power from him. You know why? Because you know what? He was playing the game of sin, and he thought he could get away with it. He thought sin was a game, and he misused the mercies of God. Living like the world always has the same results. See, Samson was physically strong, but spiritually weak. Yeah. And sin took him to his next point. Hmm. But let me say this. We live in a generation and there's a, 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 I say an uprising of people like this. That they're all about their physical physique. Like they, they think to be a strong man, you have to have all this muscle and different things, and they have all these characteristics, but to be a true strong man is one who yields to God, amen, one amen. who surrenders to God, right. one, one who follows to God. But Samson was physically strong and had the power, but spiritually weak. We see he lost his power, and it led him to this. Point number two, the lowly position. Mm-hmm. His lowly position. Um, So we saw he had unlimited potential, and the next thing I want you to write down is this. He had an underwhelming performance. He had an underwhelming performance. Samson had all the opportunities to serve God, but yet he in his life chose to live in sin, Mm. and that's not what God had planned for him. Right. I'm sure God had planned it for him The victorious Christian life Amen. One that he could have saw victory after victory But instead he had an underwhelming Performance and underwhelming an performance Is this it's not saying you, know, you have to have good works and all these things for salvation But it's this to To, to do God's will you have to have a performance. You need to go out and you need to serve God. That takes some effort and Samson put no effort into it and he had an underwhelming performance. Yeah. It's almost like the football games last night. Michigan was the favorite to beat TCU and you know what they did? They had an underwhelming performance. They shot themselves in the foot. Yep. But you see that in Samson's life. He had all the opportunities yet he shot himself in the foot. Yep. So we saw he lost his power, verse number 20. Now verse 21 through 22, we see it led him to this, his lonely position. Look here in verse 21. But the Philistines took him out and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. Here is the outcome of sin in this passage. This is the outcome of Samson living in sin. This is the outcome of Samson flirting with sin. And Samson always always leads to the same place Samson's in at this moment. If you look in this passage... He is blind. He's in bondage, and he is now a slave. And that's what Sam will do to each and every one of Uh you. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter how much God has used you in the past. Sin will always lead you to the same place. Yeah. Samson had his eyes plucked out. He is now bondage. He's, in, he's tied with chains. It says the, uh, it says? He's bound with fetters of rats. And then what? He did grind in the prison house. He's now a slave. And now that's all his life has come out to be. Sin led him here, and sin always takes you farther than you want to go. Yeah. If the world says there's freedom in sin. The world says go do what you want. Go live how you want. Go act like you want. There's freedom in sin. But let me tell you, sin always leads. Leads to the same place, and that's this a lowly position. Yeah. He's now brought down by sin. There's no freedom in sin. And now Samson is in this terrible place because of sin. But that's what sin will do to well. us. Sin doesn't satisfy him. If you ask Samson at this time, hmm. are, are you happy that you spent time with Delilah? Are you happy that you went out in the world? Are you happy that you chose to live for yourself? He would say, no, this is not satisfying. There's nothing satisfying by being bound with, with chains. There's nothing satisfying by having your eyes plucked out. There's yeah. nothing satisfying by being a slave. Samson lost everything because he played the game of sin. Mm-hmm. And it led him to this lowly position. When you're saved, there's always hope for restoration. Look here in verse 23. Howbeit the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. Hmm. God had given him power, and his power was uh, kept through obedience. But Samson chose to disobey God, and he allowed sin into his life, and eventually he disobeyed God, and Samson lost his power from God. It wasn't that he had some special hair that gave him power. It was God who gave him power. And it was kept through obedience. And Samson had strike after strike. And eventually he crossed the line. Sin took a lot from Samson. Sin has a great price. You know what sin will do? It will take your dreams. Mm It will take your purpose. It will take the plans God has for you. It will take your talents. The world says, look for yourself. Do what you want. It's freedom. But sin is really bondage. Yeah, yeah. Sin is bondage. Mm-hmm. You go out and you, you talk to people and um, get to know people in this world. You find people that think they're in freedom. Mm-hmm. They think they can go watch all the things they want, the, the wickedness in the world. They think they can uh, go look at porn, and all these different things. They think they can just go out and have all the women they want. You know what they're, they're stuck in? They're in the bondage of sin. Right. Mm-hmm. You ask those same guys to stop, they can't. Yep. Yeah, so the same guys, they have all these problems. You know why? Because they're the bondage of sin. Yep, yeah. And hey, the world says, oh, no, you're living the way you want. you do it the way you want. We're going to follow the way you want. That's the devil's lie. Because the devil will lead you to the bondage of sin. Right. He's brought to a lowly position. So we saw Samson lost his power in verse 20. He had a lowly position in verse 21 through 22. He's now he's a slave. But then look at this. Uh, so we're going back to Samson's life. I want you to write this down. He had unlimited potential. He had an underwhelming performance. But three, it led him to an unsatisfying place. That's the place of bondage, the place of sin. And then uh, point three of this passage is this. The laughable parade. Mm. There's a laughable parade here that goes on in Samson's life. Verse 23. And the lords of the Philistines gathered them together. For to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon, their God, and to rejoice. For they said, Our God hath delivered Samson, our enemy, into mm. our hand. At this point, they began to mock Samson. They bring Samson out, verse 24. And when the people saw him, they praised their God, for they said, Our God hath delivered into our hands our enemy, mm. and the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. And it came to pass. When their hearts were merry, that they, they said, "Call for Samson, that he make us sport." And they called for Samson out of the prison house, and he made them sport. And they set um, set him in between the pillars. There's a laughable parade going on. The people called Samson out, and now they're laughing at Samson. They're making sport of Samson. They're praising their false god. They're saying, our God has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hands. They're mocking Samson. They're laughing at Samson. Samson is now in the most unsatisfying place of his life because sin. Because he had unlimited potential. God could have used him in many different ways. He had an underwhelming performance. He lived for himself. He lived a life of sin. And now he's in the most unsatisfying place. He's blind. He's embodied. He's a slave, and now he's being mocked, and people are saying things about him. And the laughable parade is this: they're laughing at Samson, saying our God has delivered him. Mm-hmm. And this is devils. The devil's crowd is now rejoicing because of Samson. If the devil. We would never want our life. The devil's crowd rejoice right. but the devil's crowd rejoices when one of us falls. The devil crowds rejoice when, when one of us says, you know what, I'm going to give in to sin. The devil's crowd rejoices when one of us starts saying, you know what? I can get away with looking at this. The devil's crowd rejoices when we start living for ourselves. The devil's crowd rejoices when we say, you know what? You know what? I can get away with that. I can just start checking off the boxes and I can live the way I want to. I can get by with it. No one's going to know the secret life I'm living. That's when the devil that's when the devil's crowd is rejoicing because you know what they're saying? Our God has delivered them. Our God, as Brother Tom said uh, a couple years ago, he preached a message out where he said, the trophy in the devil's hands. That's really what Samson is here. Yeah. They're saying, our God has to deliver him. Our God, who's their God? It's a false idol. It's Dagon. It's a false God. Something that can't hear prayers. can Something we can't respond to prayers. It's a false God. It has no power. It has nothing. But they're praising something that has no power. You know why? Because a man of God fell into sin. Mm-hmm. What a scary place. They're laughing. Samson has become the laughing stock. They're parading around Samson. They're laughing at Samson. Because Samson shouldn't have been there. Mm. When a saved person lives like the world, when you aren't in God's will, when God speaks to your heart and you ignore it, the devil's crowd's laughing. Yeah. They made sport of Samson. Don't be someone that the world can mock Christianity about. Don't give the world a reason to praise a false god. Think about that today. Don't give the world a reason. We have people come through this cra- uh, class, we have people come to church, and now they're out living in the world. And they're giving the world a reason Say, I told you those Christians were hypocrites. Mm. I told you those Christians, they didn't really believe that. And now they're out in the world partying like the world, drinking like the world, singing like the world, acting like the world. And you know what the devil of this world says? We got another one. Hmm. not another one yeah. you know what the world really does praise That we, we got someone else out and sin and, we, and they, they praise those saints the world is wicked and, that, and the devil's excited about those saints you know what uh, being a trophy in the devil's hand looks like when you go to your workplace and you act just like the world. Yeah. That's being a trophy in That's the right. devil's hands. You know what the being a trophy in the devil's hands looks like when you're by yourself and you say, you know what? I can get away with looking at these things. Mm. That's when you become a trophy in the devil's hands. Right. You know what the uh, being a trophy in the devil's hands looks like when all your friends are saying bad things, when all your friends are cursing, when all your friends are doing these different things, you begin to act just like them. That's when the devil says, You know what, I've got me another one. Mm. And that's one of the scariest places to be. Because at that point, you're in the most unsatisfying place of your life. Look at the prodigal son. Where did he lead him to? Out with the pigs. That's right. Unsatisfying place. Over and over you see passages like this. But Samson had unlimited potential, underwhelming performance, and unsatisfying place. We saw this. He lost his power in verse 20. He led him to a lowly position verse 21 through 22. Yeah, there was a laughable parade, verse 23 through 25. The devil wants to, this to be the story of your life. He laughs when we fail. he's our accuser. And that's what the devil wants for your life. Yep. In 2023, that's what the devil wants for your life. You might start off good, but at the end of the year, the devil wants that you be far away from God. Hmm. The devil wants for you to be in that laughable position where the world is laughing at you. Where the world is mocking you. Well, the world is praising the false god. The world wants you. The devil wants you to be in that position at the end of 2023. You know why? The Bible says, "Be sober, be vigilant," because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. He wants to destroy your life. But we see this in the last uh, part of this passage, verse 26 to 31. We see he had one last purpose. His last purpose. Verse 26. We'll begin reading. And Samson said uh, said unto the lad that held him by the hand, Suffer me, that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now the house is full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there. And there upon the roof about three thousand men and women, that beheld while Samson made sport. Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me. I pray thee, and strengthen me. I pray thee only. This once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood and on which it was borne up of the, the one with his right hand and the other with his left, verse 30. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the Lord's and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his whole life. Think about that. Mm. In his death, he had the biggest victory. Verse 31, Then his brethren, all the house of the father, you know, his father came down, took him and brought him up, buried him between Zorah and Ishtore, in the burying place of um, Manoah, his father, and he judged Israel 20 years. But think about this. See if one last purpose. Samson had the crowd's attention, not because he's a successful Christian, but because he failed in the Christian life. Mm. Everyone who saw Samson in this moment. He had everyone's attention. And Samson called upon God for the last time. And in this, past, I believe in in, um, in these passages, it's the only time we really see Samson praying. It's the only time we see Samson calling upon God and, and really praying and seeking the Lord. But it's a little late now. It's yeah, a little late yeah, in his life yeah. to start trying to serve God in his last moments. But Samson has one last victory. He does have one victory in his hand. And he, he has one of the biggest victories of his life. You see that in this passage. Samson called upon God. Even at our our, even at our lowest, we can call upon God. Yes, the Lord remembered him. Samson had a great victory in the end, but God wanted him to have the victorious Christian life. You see that Samson had this great victory, but he had many more great victories if he just served God, Mm -hmm. just followed God. Right. I'm thankful today. Hey, maybe last year you messed up some. Maybe last year wasn't the year that you wanted to have. Maybe last year you, you set some goals and every one of them failed or some failed. Maybe you made some mistakes last year that didn't really go the way you planned. And the devil is, had mocked you and the devil now uh, has, has a, it feels like he has victory. I'm thankful today that we can go back to God. Yep. We can go back to God. And just like God remembered Samson, God will remember us. call upon him in repentance and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I need you. Don't settle for anything less than God's perfect plan. Eventually, your talents will run out. Everything that you have in your life that you think you have uh, that of yourself, they'll eventually run out. Samson thought he had to strengthen himself, and what happened? That talent was gone when God loved his, took his power away. But this is, the, this is really Samson's life here. It's this. Samson had an unlimited potential. He had a very underwhelming performance. It led him to an unsatisfying place, but he had one last upward plea. He said, Lord, in my last moments... Would you give me one victory? But this year, in 2023, I want us to be able to get to the point where we say, you know what? I recognize what the devil wants to do with my life. I know that the devil wants to destroy my life. You know what? I'm going to fight back. Mm -hmm. Samson didn't have those thoughts saying, oh, the devil wants to destroy my life. He didn't have those moments where he said, you know what, uh, uh, the devil's coming to destroy me, but you know what he did? He followed sin, he had his eyes on sin, he lived a life of sin, and eventually he was harmed by sin. Mm-hmm. And that's what sin will destroy, uh, will do to us today. Um, we all have unlimited potential this year. 2023 could be one of the best years of your life to serve the Lord. You don't know, we don't We don't know what tomorrow holds, we don't know if we have the whole 2023 to live. But why don't you make a decision today and say, you know what? Samson had so much unlimited potential He could have lived for God. He could have been one of the greatest men of the Old Testament, but he failed because of sin. You say, you know what? Today, I know God has given me potential to serve him. And I'm telling you that you do have unlimited potential. Because God can work through you. God can do things you never thought he could do in your life. And he can take you places you never thought you could go. Moses didn't think he could stand before Pharaoh. But because of God's power, he was able to stand before Pharaoh. God, God can cause you to do some great things for him. To serve him. To go far for him. To make some decisions for him. To reach some people for him, to to go make a difference in this world for him, but it starts by you realizing saying, you know what? I do have some unlimited potential because my power, my strength is found in God. It's not my talents, it's not my abilities, but I want to serve God. I'm going to follow God and I want to give my gifts and talents to God. And I want to follow him and and go the way he wants me to go. I want to surrender God. That's the greatest decision you can make in 2023. So, you know what? I'm going to surrender to God. I don't want to be like Samson. I don't want to follow the way Samson. Samson is in the Bible because he, he, he messed up so many times. He could have had so many more victories. He could have had so many things. And let me tell you this. Although Samson had that one victory, don't say, you know, I just want one victory in my life. God wants to give you the victorious Christian life. That's yeah, yeah. victorious. It's multiple victories right. living for God. Don't settle for one and say, you know what? God's used yeah. to me. Now I'm done. But there's unlimited potential for you all. We need some young Christians today that yeah. they're going to seek the Lord. We need some young Christians today that they're going to surrender to Him. Uh, we have many people today saying, you know what? Um, you know why Christians really don't surrender today? It's because they want to fit in. They want to act like the world. Christians do their own things. You know why today? Because they say, oh, well, this is really my life. But you're bought with the price. Remember that. Right. Christians are seeking after money today. Christians don't care about the things of God today. Christians don't care about modesty because, oh, that's that's a little too extreme. Christians don't attend church consistently. You know why? Because they're all about themselves. Because they say, well, I, I've been faithful. But you know what? God wants us to be faithful every week. Yeah. Um, the things that... Uh, That don't make you happy in this world, or alcohol, uh, things that uh, something won't make you happy in this world is pardon, popularity, money. All those things aren't going to make you happy. Ask Samson. Ask him what 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 sin did in his life. And we come in here every week. We tell you the same things. We preach on on the same things. And many of you've heard the same things preached over and over. And there's people that sat in your shoes. There's people that sat in this church. There's people that grew up in church. There's people that heard all the preaching. There's people that heard, don't go out in the world. Don't live that way. Yet they're out in the world today. You know why? Because they never took it seriously. Mm. They live like Samson. They say, oh, but God can still use me. They go out into the world. Christians um, don't live set apart these days. You know why? Because it doesn't really matter to them. Um, they're, they're looking to fill the void of their life in the world. They, they're, they're looking for opportunities to get closer to the world saying getting closer, instead of getting closer to God. What are you doing today? Are you saying, you know what, I'm trying to find ways to get closer to God, or are you trying to find ways to get closer to the world? Mm. That's what Samson did. He always tried to find ways to get closer to the world. And eventually the world destroyed him. Mm. Samson had unlimited potential. This year you have unlimited potential. You have unlimited potential. But you know what? If you live for yourself, you will have an underwhelming performance. At the end of 2023, if you lived for yourself, if you chose to follow your will, if you chose to do your own thing, you know where it's going to lead? It's going to lead you to an underwhelming performance. You're God had plans for you, God had direction for you, God had a plan for you and God wanted to use your life, but if you choose to serve yourself, at the end of the year you're going to look back and say, wow, I really wasted my time, I really did my own thing, I wasted all these opportunities and you know what, by the end of 2023 you're going to be in an unsatisfying place you're not going to be happy with where you're at right. you're not going to be happy um, with, with the things you've done, and you know what you're going to do because if you will find some sin in this world, the pleasure of sin lasts for a season mm-hmm. by the end of 2023 you Chase sin, you know what? That sin will eventually say, you know what? I need to find something more. I need to go more because sin always takes you farther than right. you want to go. Don't let that be your life in 2023. Right. Yeah. Let it be one of this. I have unlimited potential. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow God and surrender. I'm going to seek Him no matter what happens. I'm going to follow God because I see what the Bible says and we see Samson's life. Sin always takes away. Sin will always destroy you. Mm-hmm. You never gain with sin. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest it ever was. I think of, uh, there's a, a 30 for 30 ASTN, uh, uh, uh episode about a man named Marcus Dupree. Um, he was a really good running back for the University of Oklahoma. Um, he came in with many different scholarship offers. He came in and started extremely well. Extremely well at football. And you know what? The title of that I think is, is, uh, the best that never was, something like that. Um, but when I think of that, and I think of Samson, because look, this is what happened in Marcus Dupree's life. He got to the point where he was dominating, and he was putting up crazy stats, crazy numbers, and people were saying all these different things about him, but he got to the point where he got complacent, and he stopped going to practice, he started doing his own thing, he started living for himself, and, and chasing his own goals, and he said, forget the team, and you know what, eventually, he never panned out to be anything. Never panned out to be anything. They thought this guy was going to be one of the best running backs to ever play football. But instead he panned out to a really bad NFL career because he kept doing his own thing. But that's the same thing that happened in Samson's life. Samson had all the potential. He could have been one of the greatest men in the Old Testament. God had his hand of power upon him. Samson had the ability to strike down a lion, pull up the gates of a of a city, kill a thousand men with the jawbone of a donkey. He had all those things that God used him for. Yet Samson never accomplished the major task that God had for him. Yeah. He did have a victory end. God used his life, and God gave him a victory. But let me tell you, I think God would have given him many, many more victories. And he could have been one of the greatest men of the Old Testament. He could have knocked down the Philistines, destroyed them completely. They're all these different things. But Samson was deceived by Satan himself, and his life was ruined by sin, and his life was cut short by sin. And his life was, and his, his power is taken away by sin. And that same devil that destroyed Samson is the same devil that wants you. Yeah. Same devil that wants you. The same devil that held Samson up and said, look who I got. It's the same devil that's trying to get you in. It's the same devil that's trying to get you west. It's the same devil that's going to say, well, when you guys turn 18, or when you guys uh, get, get all your own ability, he's waiting for the opportunity to say, you know what, let me throw the real one. Let me see if I can get these guys. Huh, huh, let me please. see if I can get these guys in the world. Let me see if I can get these guys that just focus on money. Let me see if I can get these guys that start living for themselves. And you know what, the second he gets one of you, he'll be raising you up saying, look who I got. Oh. Look who I got. Hmm. Many of the guys I grew up with, the devil's holding up. Look who I got. Yeah. Hmm. Look who I got. I got this guy. He had all this potential. He was. I had the opportunity to reach many people to the Lord, and now he's never going to do that. Hmm. Uh, you know why the devil wants to destroy your testimony? He can't take you to hell, but he wants to destroy your testimony because other people might not be hmm. saved because of that. Right. Other people might not ever care about Christ because you gave in to the devil. Hmm. What, what, a, what a scary thought. If the devil wants to destroy your life, because if he can destroy your life, he can destroy others. You know, when the devil holds you up, the world mocks and says, "Look at Christianity. We got another one. We got another one." Don't let it be said about you at the end of your life or the end of 2023. The greatest that ever was. Mm. The greatest that never was, because that's what Samson was. You know, the life of sin, which led them to look a life of defeat. Got the victory in the end, but wasn't the victorious life that God had for all. Let that not be us in 2023. Right let us right. be the ones that say, you know what? I know the devil's after us, and I know what God can do through me. Amen. But Let me live a life of surrender. So let's pray. Dear Lord, we just